I actually remember my mom reading the story Beauty and the Beast to me when I was a little girl. But my guest today is credited with bringing the computer animation to Disney in the 1980s that won an Academy Award for Technical Achievement and was first used on Beauty and the Beast the movie, and not to mention every animated film thereafter. This is Stacy Julian with episode 94 of Exactly Enough Time. podcast is about being present. It is also about playful creativity and other things like curiosity, happy colors, and connection. I am a storyteller and I love to interview interesting people with great ideas and solutions. Together, we talk about what they do and why they do it. Listen up. I think you'll find inspiration for living your life and telling your story because you have exactly enough time. So, are you intrigued? It's true. In just a moment, I'm going to bring you my conversation with Stanley Kinsey, a former Disney executive and super successful serial entrepreneur who has spent his career in media. But first, this iTunes review from 10AMJ1958. She says, I'm just now getting on board with podcasts. I'm so glad I found Stacy's. It's been a long time since I've worked through some of her classes on photos. I really needed the episode on mobile workflow to get me out of being stuck when it comes to memory keeping. I am looking forward to working on a better workflow so I don't feel overwhelmed with my photos. Okay. Thank you so much for that kind review. So glad you guys are listening and make sure you listen to the end of today's episode because I'm going to talk about helping you with those photos and my guest Stanley is going to do the same thing. So about two years ago, Stanley Kinsey came out of retirement to once again found a company this time as a solution for his personal desire to rein in all of his family's collection of media. So all of the pictures, the albums, the home movies, etc. As memory keepers, we know what Stanley was up against, right? We bring things together. We pair photos with stories and we assemble pages into albums and create projects that draw people together. We are the curators of personal and family memories, but with the continual evolution of technology and specifically cloud-based storage and sharing, it is easy to indulge in overwhelm, to just throw up your hands and say, I don't get it. Where exactly are my photos and how can I safely store and share home movies? Somebody tell me what to do and help me archive all of this creativity and love and work that I've invested. Help me turn what I have in my home into a legacy collection that's available to those I love, my parents, siblings, children, grandchildren, etc. (gasps) 
This is where Stanley Kinsey and his brand new company, Collectionaire, comes in. And I can't wait for you to learn all about it. I am so happy to have on the show with me today, Stanley Kinsey. But his friends, I believe, call him Stan. So Stan, the big question is, can I call you Stan? <laughs> Be my guest. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So I really want to start by letting you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about your family. You know, where do you live? What would you choose to do with three hours on a Saturday? Maybe what's your favorite ice cream? Just go for oh, it. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, we're in San Diego. My wife and I have lived here for 20 years. We're moving down from Los Angeles. I'm from okay. the Midwest. She's a California girl. And uh, uh, we've raised the kids here. They're now grown. And uh, part of how this whole app came about is that uh, I've been an entrepreneur uh, most of my career, uh, early days with Disney, and then had three or four companies. I've always been in media and retired with the interest of uh, really creating some kind of archive for the kids, Uh, meaning that they were just not even aware uh, that we had all this media of their childhood, you know, from the day they came home from the hospital, deep in a home movie someplace, to uh, their passions of whether it was uh, Scottish Highland dancing or playing the piano, mm-hmm. whatever it was, their best recitals. Right. And I really wanted them to to have those. And so that's really what it came about. So I, again, I retired to do this, found there was nothing that I felt did what I wanted to do. And so out of retirement and uh, the last two years have been, I've been got a team and we started building this. To the more personal questions of what do we do on Saturday, whatever, uh, <laughs> those, uh, you know, this, this has been a passion, frankly, for, for these yeah. two years. One of the most fun companies I've, I've ever had, and it was a surprise. Uh, Saturday is my day. We, we have gardeners come for a couple hours on Saturdays to help with things, and I love working with them. To, we're always replanting it. or changing something here or there with the lawn. It's, it's just a small project, but it's quite fun to do. I'm in Spokane, so you have a much longer growing season. You probably do have to plan your flowers for different seasons. I'm assuming. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not that good. I just want everything to be alive, you know. And believe it or not, the soil and things in San Diego are not as, it's not as good as you would, you would think. Uh, really? It, it gets pretty know. acidic, and uh, so you, I'm getting ready to add lime to the yard and all that kind of stuff. I've, I've learned a lot more about this whole thing. So anyway, it's a fun hobby. And uh, Okay, how about the ice cream? 31 flavors. What are you going to choose? You know, I'm a very boring person. I, I, I take vanilla, but then I put everything else on it. I'm a yeah. big hot fudge guy and nuts and all that <laughs> stuff. So. There you go. So uh, bananas and things. But I like the vanilla ice cream, but I like everything else on it. I, too, am... Vanilla. It's because it's a sherbet and it's a classic. And like you say, you can always enhance it. So Right, that's exactly. Fun. You can turn it into whatever flavor you want. Okay, well, I'm going to share how I met you and you can correct the story if you even remember. But this was um, Roots Tech and Roots Tech is a very large uh, global convention that brings together players in the genealogy space with those in the technology space. Hence the Roots Tech. There's a gigantic exhibition hall and when I walk through the exhibition hall, I stand back just far enough, you know, with, with a slight look of disinterest because I don't really want to attract the attention of, you know, the assertive people working in the booth. You know, I just want to, right. I want to casually walk around. And that's what a lot of us do. When I walked up in the collection, the collectionaire display, I was like, what is this? And I walked right up to this very friendly young man. And I introduced my, I said, I'm Stacy. What, what is this? Tell me about it. I could tell. And I don't even remember what my first thought was, but he probably talked to me for about 32 seconds before I said, I'm in. Here's my oh, credit card. Great. Sign me up. 
So you, you were my number one pick walking away from, um, it was this year, wasn't, no, it wasn't this year. It That's was right. literally uh, a week or two after that, the world said no more of these uh, sessions. And when 30,000 people came to Roots Tech, you just thought if this is really uh, a severe <laughs> right. pandemic, we've got, we just were the big spreaders with that uh, exactly. in public. Exactly. I think it turned out to not be too uh, bad. Uh, with yeah. people. I, I don't know anyone that got it from that, but that was about the last event uh, with a You're lot right. of people that we've had. That's so funny. I hesitated to say this year and then I thought, no, it was. So it was, anyway, yeah. I signed up on the spot and I so loved the idea that I, and I knew right then that I wanted to invite you on, on my podcast. So now pretend that you're in an elevator with someone. What, what is your definition? What is your 32nd elevator pitch of what is collectionaire? I don't remember what the young man said to me, but it worked. But <laughs> well, I wish I, I wish I knew because we've so many <laughs> ways to describe it. But, uh, uh, but essentially, uh, it's what I found when I got out there to, to kind of create this shareable archive. Uh, is that first it had to be, and I had to put all my media, photos, videos, and all kinds of things, uh, audio programs, even PDF copies of scrapbooks and, uh, and yeah. such that I wanted to share. So I knew I had to digitize everything and I knew it had to go in the cloud because the kids were going to watch it on mobile phones or, or uh, right. iPads or, or their computers, whatever. So the first was something had to be in the cloud. And, and I just found that when I tried out many different photo sites and video sites and uh, Dropbox, uh, OneDrive, Google Drive, all these, there was not one site where I could put everything and really share it well. Yeah. Uh, so I needed uh, a number of these things. So first and foremost, Collectionaire is one place, a place for everything. Uh, you know, everything in its place and a place for everything. Uh, but, it, but the key is it doesn't store your photos. It just links to wherever that media is. Uh, that's what makes it unique is that it's it's a hub that kind of overlays and complements any cloud site that you use and turns yeah. it into more of a family archive from just a photo site. I think probably that idea, my brain tried to latch on that, but I love the word hub. I think that's what got me excited because I thought I don't have the time. I mean, I value this stuff so much, but, you know, do I have to download it, upload it, move it around, keep track of it? And when he said, I, you just link from wherever it currently resides, you link it to this place. And then, right, you can click on, and, and we're going to talk about this, but you can click on someone on your family tree. And from there, you can see their YouTube channel, their Instagram account, their whatever it is that you've, that you've collected. Exactly. Yeah, there, there's, there's really two components. Each person has a page, and then you get to that page through the tree. Okay, so why, and, and you've already said, I want to know more about how it came into being. And, you know, it sounds like necessity is the mother in, of invention. But what about specifically your background and experience as an entrepreneur really prepared you for this space in, in family history? I think it's the media background. Uh, uh, the Disney, I was uh, in head of operations and technology for the Disney studio years ago, and then wow. started a company that was a film company. Yeah, and so I was just comfortable uh, with media, and and also through the other companies I've had, comfortable with starting a project like this. What it is above all is simply an index in the cloud to contents in the cloud. Everyone, people by now, this is all pretty new. Let me say the fun thing is, mm -hmm. this would not have been possible just a few years ago, right. and it's only this cloud sharing phenomenon that's coming about that you can now look at your own media the way you watch Netflix. You know, it wasn't that long ago that Netflix were DVDs delivered through the mail, and now you wouldn't even think about that. And it's only been, you know, less than 10 years, maybe yeah. six, seven years. 
Uh, and that's the same with now your home uh, home movies are now uh, still put on DVDs to a degree, but they're more often put on a thumb drive. It's true. But, but then yeah. the question is, what do you do with this stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you put it and how do you share it? And mm-hmm. and that was the, the mother of invention, you might say. There was just no place to put it. So I knew that there were incredible photo sites out there. Uh, mm-hmm. only, you know, I could name six or seven of them. We didn't need a new great photo site in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were some great sites for video. Believe it or not, the best for photos are not the best for home movies. For some charge yeah. you more, some limit it to 20 minutes when many of our digital videos from 20 years ago are two hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was, I found there wasn't one site. It just started coming together when I saw this stuff all over the place. I said, I don't, it's, it's fine to put it in one drive to see it or a Google drive or, or Google photos or memory web, wherever it is. I can't get everything there. So how am I going to bring all this together to one shareable collection? Mm-hmm. And, and that's really what created the concept. Well, and I want to talk about this a little bit more at the end, so I don't want to get too ahead of myself. But I, for many, many years, have been passionate about something I call a library of memories in my home. And it's, and it's a class that I teach. It's a system. But what it does is it organizes all the disparate memory-related items in your home, right? It, and it brings it together and it helps people access what they want when they want it so they can share it, so they can relive it, so they can spend time with it. That's what I think Collectioneer does. You're organizing the cloud. You know, we have these cloud-based services now that are that are very, they're, they're comforting, right? Because we think, okay, it's backed right, up, it's there. Right. But if you can't access it and if it's not organized, and the thing that I think really drew me in because I'm such a visual person was how beautiful what do you call it? Is it called the interface? Like, you know. Right. Thank you. Yeah. It, I mean, we've tried to get something attractive, but, but you're right. No, I have, I have not yet taken your photo freedom class, but I want to. And I just wrote to you about it yesterday, I think. My guess is we have exactly the same objective. Yours is about more, I think, a lot of physical items. Yep. Tangible, yeah. And mine is to say, oftentimes a scrapbook, you'll have only one copy. But mm-hmm. you've now got kids and I now have our first grandchild as of a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how is that grandchild 20 years from now going to see that scrapbook? Right. Right. And so the thought was, even though the physical part is great, I found through, there are many apps, there are so many incredible cloud apps out there, mm-hmm. turning a scrapbook into a little flip book uh, mm-hmm. that you can click on and it flips the pages and it looks just like the scrapbook, but it's been recreated. There are so many there that I wanted to take advantage of. And that's the, the common denominator of all these sites, 95% of them allow you to share just that item, whether it's a single photo or a single scrapbook or a single movie with a what's called a share link. So all we do is you, you, whatever you create digitally in the cloud, in any cloud site, you get a share link and it's just indexed into a person's page in Collectionaire. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that for me, that's why it is such a perfect solution for right now, because I want to get down to the the details. Okay. Because honestly, we met in February. It's been a crazy year. I have started my collectionaire. Yes. Your collectionaire collection, your family collection, or some are calling it now a family legacy collection. Um, There are a couple names. There's becoming a popular concept and people are, it's a totally new kind of thing. It could be family legacy or uh, family best memories. Oh, I like that. It's the highlights reel. It's- I've heard it called a photo estate, oh. but that doesn't necessarily include a journal and scrapbook. Yeah. Okay. So pretend now, you know, I'm, I'm a listener. And so walk me through it. <laughs> they're, they're on a walk or they're on a drive and they're listening to us. Okay. Verbally walk me through, how do I get started setting up 
my own right. collection. Well, what I might do is first, because right now someone listening first time is probably confused, what the heck is this thing? And I, let me try that yeah. first and Please. say that what we simply do, everyone has a life story worth telling, whether yes. that's one of your kids or whether it's a lost loved one. Mm -hmm. uh, my wife has lost, unfortunately, both of her parents. Mm -hmm. So the new grandchild that we have, three months old, We'll never meet them, but I thought, how can we create a, kind of a tribute to them that's mm -hmm. better uh, than even what you see in an ancestry or a family search or something? Uh, it's mm -hmm. really a rich profile. So each mm -hmm. person has a collection page. The page layout is exactly the same. It has their photograph and a narrative of their life. But then anything that, that brings context to their life, photos of when they were young, their you know military career, uh, their hobbies and passion. You know your grandfather was a tennis player or a skier and competitive, and he did this and that. Anything. It doesn't have to be someone famous. It's just mm -hmm. anyone whose life, the the home where they grew up in uh, Northern California, and mm -hmm. uh, the things they did as a child. All anything that you you can think about. I mean it's it, it's it's crazy, but th it's working the way I dreamed. Even just or dreamt. Mm -hmm. Even the other day, my wife was looking through her late mother's uh, items in a box. Mm -hmm. She found a journal that she made 20 years ago. My, my oldest daughter is now 28. And when she was three or four years old, my mother-in-law made a couple notes, a, whole, a page and a half of notes of the cute little quips that daughter Claire had made when she was three or four no years way. old. Uh, like last one in is a rocking egg. She said she'd say rock an egg rather than a rotten <laughs> egg. Uh, ordering at a restaurant one day, she wanted a grilled cheese sandwich. And she says, I want a grilled cheese sandwich. And do you think our then one-year-old son says, I think Jimmy wants a boy cheese sandwich. Uh, and and so the point is, they're kind of cute. It's not, you know, yeah. it's not life-changing. Normally, right. you let that go, leave it in the book, put the book back in. But I was able to take those, and I had a choice of either taking a photograph of the page and putting right. that in Claire's collection. Instead, I just typed into a description and made an entry into her young Claire collection of some of the things she said. And now Claire and now Claire's a uh, new baby boy, we'll see those those little mm -hmm. clips. So it's as minor as that. Uh, or another example is the uh, my my wife's uh, late father flew the uh, torpedo bomber, a famous World War II plane uh, from Battle of Midway, flew that in the Korean War. Uh, wow. We didn't have anything on that. So I actually grabbed a YouTube video on the torpedo bomber and, and put that in. So I didn't even have to own the media. But I linked to that in his collection of his Navy years. Okay, that's super cool. What, see, I don't think I knew that. So I don't even have to own the media. It's, I can find informational something about, oh my goodness. It's a, almost a Pinterest yes. type of scenario, but of your own media. That's funny because actually probably about five years ago, I decided to set up a separate print, Pinterest account, private, just for my family. And I made every person in my family a board. And I started to do, I started to go. paste links. And that's what you've created that works way better than Stacey's Pinterest. So I got off on a little bit of tangent, but you, you create a that's page okay. for everyone. And yeah. this link we talked about that we've gone through a little bit, wherever it is, it's in, if you had a little a photo album, let's say you go to Hawaii, you went to Hawaii in 2002 with the family. Uh, yeah. There were 300 photos taken at that point. Mm -hmm. You might select on in Google Photos, um, uh, even if there are some duplicates, you don't have to worry with this scenario because you're just going to choose maybe 40 of them that represent the trip. Create right. a photo album, a digital photo album, which all the photo sites do, allow you to create a gallery or an album that's mm -hmm. called Hawaii 2004, whatever year I said, um, and then create a link to that. And it's that link that's added to the family collection and collectionaire. And you add a title, 
trip to Hawaii, a description, maybe who was in the on the trip and what the dates were, and okay. uh, and the link. And in many cases, it automatically generates a little preview square image. And so the the index looks a little like looking at any of the news apps like CNN or ABC or Fox News, where you have a photo yeah. on the left and then a description and title on the right. You click on that item and it takes you to that photo gallery or album and it opens a new tab in Google Photos and there's your collection. So that's a simple idea of how it is. And you can index anywhere from two or three to 200 of these items in a given collection. So wow. that's the concept. And then the family tree, just to complete the circle here, you have a collection page for every person, but it's not just every person. You actually have a collection page for each family as well because as I was going through it, I thought, where do you put the family home movies? And where do you put right. all of our vacations together? The shared um, media, and yeah. And, and the fact is, and this is actually maybe the most important collection page of all. So what we do is that the, the way you get to any collection page is you simply create a, a family tree. And you click on uh -huh. a person and it takes you to their page. But you realize when you get into it, with if you get into parents, grandparents, both sides of the family, that the tree was clearly the easy way to navigate to any person's collection. So the tree is just a way... People are using it for genealogy and such, adding hundreds, even thousands of people to a tree through our GEDCOM upload. But the, the reality is just a few people uh, suffices to create your current family collection. And there's a sure. circle link between each couple. So there, between my wife and myself is a circle link. And I click on that. It takes, not to a per, takes us not to a person's page, but to the family collection page. And that's where all of our best family photos together uh, vacations together, the, the pictures of the house where the kids grew up, the family dog that we lost a few years ago. All of those memories are in that family collection. And so I, ha I had heard you say this because I watched um, an interview that you did with the Connections Experiment, you know? Right, right. And and I hadn't tried that yet. So I did that this morning, Stan, it works. <laughs> I clicked on the link before be between my son and his wife. Right. And I linked to their wedding video exactly. that I had uploaded to Vimeo and shared to my blog. Well, now it's linked. And, and I love that. When I click on that link, then that's the beginning of their family. Well, you actually hit on exactly one of the points that inspired this was there were many points. But one of them was uh, in 2015, our daughter was married. Uh, yes. And we paid the videographer a lot of money. And right. doggone it if he didn't want another many thousand dollars for us to own the video. Uh, so it's there on a link in Vimeo that we can link to, but we couldn't download it. Now, people have said there's a way to download it. I haven't pursued it. But what I realized when people want to see this video, my parents or, or others, uh, relatives, I would have to look back in all my emails and say, where is that darn link to that, right. that video in Vimeo? And I'd find it, and then I would send it to them. With Collectionaire, of course, mm -hmm. not, for their wedding, it's not just the link to that. It's the link to the slideshow that we showed at the dinner beforehand, the rehearsal dinner. Uh, it's the photo mm -hmm. albums of the party on the day afterwards. Mm -hmm. Everything that brings context to the wedding is all in that one collection under a chapter called Claire's Wedding. Uh, so there are probably five okay. little linked albums in that one uh, section in her uh, collection with her husband. So it's the same, same thing. That's how you do okay. it. Okay. So in that, when I, you know, I clicked on the link between my son and, and his wife, there's the wedding video, but it sounds like as I add stuff, I can create chapters. So I can create the wedding chapter and then I can create within their 
family. That's right. I mean, the, the hierarchy in a, a collection page is pretty simple. Yeah. To describe it well, a person's page, picture the page, and you first uh, enter chapter titles. Yeah. And those could be pictures when young or adventures or trips on their own yeah. or, or whatever, sporting events, whatever, military service, whatever it would be. School years. School years, yeah. graduation, high school years, college years, things. And you, so you create these chapters and within the chapters, you create the albums and you can move everything around and reorganize by a drop and drag and all that stuff. It's almost like a book. It's an index to their life. If you can imagine, yeah. you, you wouldn't just want everything thrown in there. You want what, what section of the life was this? So the wedding might be the beginning of their family collection. Oftentimes it is. Uh, and then you might see the best photos of them together. And then, or uh, each chapter can be a year or, or each chapter can be a, a segment of a person's life. Well, and I was going to ask you, you know, what, what should be my priority, you know, or what should be someone's priority when they start? But you can start anywhere. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm understanding from you is you start with one person, start with yourself and then Exactly. Yeah, you know, create we, kind of this timeline of time periods or whatever, however you choose to organize it. Then you just start populating. Exactly. It. And it's easy to just start with one person. We have a quick start guide when you register, and it's free to register at collectionaire.com. Just go in, enter your, your email and uh, a password, and you have your first collection started. Uh, and then you can choose to upload a Judcom file or create your own tree. And our quick guide says just add one or two people to the tree. It's quite simple. It takes seconds to do it. Yeah. And then you can just add mm -hmm. one chapter. And we have, when you click on the chapter box, it's a drop down menu of maybe 20 some ideas for what that chapter, or you can enter it yourself. So you might say the wedding day or something like that for yours, then say, add your first linked album. And you click on that and it lets you enter a title, a description, and that share link. Right. And, and it's quite easy to get. Every one of these sites uh, has that. And we have a lot of help topics uh, in collection air, if you click on it, how do I get the share link? What is a share link? That kind yeah. of guides people through. So it's the complex part of collection air is not collection air. It's really understanding the cloud sites you're working with. These cloud sites of Apple, Google, Memory Web, SmugMug, Flickr, et cetera, et cetera. It goes on and on. YouTube, et cetera. Collection air is a, a simple. It's it's intuitive almost of how easy it is right. to enter. Yeah. No. That's what I. That's what I've discovered for sure. My next question because I'm building it in order to share it. So how do I share it with someone outside? And then how secure is it? Is it something that, I, that the whole world can see? And I'm sure I probably have some privacy settings. So talk to me about creating, making it secure and shareable to the people I want to share it with. First of all, it is completely uh, secure and shareable. We're, we use Amazon Cloud, maybe the most advanced cloud service out there, if not one of the top three. For sharing, once you have your collection, you simply go to the top uh, tab that says guest permissions and you click on that okay. and say invite a friends or family, click on that and now you enter a, a, an email address and as you uh, described there, you can add three levels of privacy to any uh, link that you set in. It can be private, it could be friends and family or it could be for anybody, but then your collection right. is only seen by people you share it with. It's not a public collection at all. Okay. So you have uh, complete privacy. And when you share, you can share permissions just to see at certain levels. They can see only items that are offered to, to everybody that sees it, or you could give them private. You might have a, a couple private family albums in there that you only want the immediate family to, to have access to. And they might be the only ones given private permissions. The others wouldn't even know that album exists. Was there? And you also give okay. each person that you share with uh, edit permissions, either no permissions to edit, or they can add, but they can't change anything. So they, if my daughter hey said, and she's done that, hey, dad, I've got another album from our wedding. 
of photos that you don't have, uh-huh. bing, bing, it's it. She can drop it into our family collection. Well, and that's that's powerful in and of itself, right? Because then as you're maybe sharing, like you talked about adding funny things that she said as a child, then she can hop on, like you said, she can add to that as well. She yeah, can she add could. albums, yes. images, but she can also add uh-huh. words. So you're telling more of a collective narrative, which is exciting. Right, you can. You can also give full edit so that if someone wanted to use a professional to help them uh, create oh. this organization, they could yeah. share complete edit or even one of their kids to help them build this. They would both have full access to everything on the collection. So so that's how Got you share it. it. Got it. Okay, so I'm thinking I have questions about these links. Let's say I've linked to Instagram and Instagram goes away. Maybe that's not a great example, but right. you know, if the link goes sour or becomes whatever you call it, <laughs> when it doesn't work anymore, right, then right. obviously it's not linked anymore. Is that right? Right. No, it's a good question. Uh, okay. And the first thing I would say is that all the cloud sites, the photo cloud sites I've mentioned, the video cloud sites, the general Dropbox, Google Drive, uh, OneDrive, backup cloud sites are all built around this concept of share links. Uh, it is a core yeah. function of right. their being is to create your collection and allow people to collaborate and to get share links that you can copy. And usually you do what I talked about we did with the Vimeo share link, you email it to somebody or Mm -hmm. you paste it into a Facebook posting or something so that people Mm -hmm. can see that link. The link lets you see only that one item. So if it's a link to one photo in SmugMug, people are only going to see that one photo. They're not going to see your entire collection. Same with all these others. So the share link is is key to this. And uh, for that reason, we don't think the share links are, are going anywhere. But to help protect you from that, you can actually, once you build your collection, you can go into our admin panel and actually click a, on a summary report and, and actually print out uh, like an Excel spreadsheet with every data field that you've entered into your entire collection. And so you have everything as your own backup, you might say. If um, Instagram does uh, go away or something, you can say, how many albums did I have in Instagram? Uh, but you might be better off to actually import those Instagram photos into one of the other cloud apps so that they're doubly stored there rather than just Instagram. But you can, when it comes to Instagram and Facebook, you can actually link to those. Uh, my mother, for example, I, what does she have? 18 grandchildren and is able to see all of their Facebook profiles uh, through Collectionaire because they've all of their profiles have been entered into their individual names on the family tree. She sees all of them. And yeah. if she has permission through Facebook to see them, and as she's logged into Facebook, then they all come up just through Collectionaire. It clicks them straight to yeah. it. So I'm curious, you know, as you've built this and as you've um, accumulated subscribers and what what are you hearing? What's feedback? What do people, what do your users most appreciate? Have they told you? And um, I just would love to hear that from them. Like, you know, you built it for a solution for you and you've shared it, but what are you hearing back from people using it? Uh, I, you know, there are a couple of testimonials on our homepage and that's the, the most rewarding things are statements like that. And we get a lot of them and they basically say, oh my gosh, this is uh, what I've always dreamt of, but could never quite picture it. Uh, right. what it was. How do you put right. everything together in one collection that's shareable? And that's mm-hmm. indeed the most rewarding, is just the simple idea uh, that it only took an index um, mm-hmm. to do it, that we we didn't try to become the place where you have to move everything to our site and trust right. us with it, that you could yeah. have it, and that there's no one site that has everything and can do it best. So that's maybe the rewarding thing, is the the whole approach to this 
-hmm. of uh, first having a page for every person, having a separate one for the family, and getting to it through the tree. Uh, mm -hmm. Because now even, <laughs> they used to have jokes about this with, I guess, uh, Federal Express, even the chairman could do it. Um, but this was, <laughs> uh, this is so easy that even your parents can do it. Meaning right. my, my father's 90, my mother's 88. There's no problem. They're actually adding to their collections. It's so easy to do. You may know where everything is in one of these cloud sites, but someone inheriting that cloud site is not going to know these best memories. They're gonna, not going to know that you can remember that deep in some video someplace is a, right. is a, a key moment. That's what's rewarding. And let me say, I know we, we have talked a lot. It probably is somewhat confusing. There's a video on the homepage. There's a, a series of slides on the homepage that explain the high level. And there's, a, a, most importantly, a contact us button at the bottom. If anyone has any questions, one of us will and the team will get back to them usually within minutes to explain things or even having have a short video call uh, and explain things to them. So be glad to help out if anyone has questions. That's amazing. I have a couple questions that I ask all of the guests that I have on my show, but is there anything else that you want to share that I haven't asked you or that you just want to make sure listeners get to know? Uh, no, no, I think you've really, you've really covered it. Um, you know, we are going to talk, we're going to offer a coupon, I think. And yeah. people may say, well, what's the cost? The cost when you subscribe on an annual basis is just $2.99 per month. Crazy. So it's about $36 a year. Yeah, and you're so able to affordable. share it with as many people as you want. We have uh, people using it, even the cousins and everybody are using one collection. So you can build it out as small or as large as you want. A pro plan, which is more than 300 links, is $4.99 a month. And what we're offering is two years at 50% off, the first two years at 50% off the price when you subscribe to an annual plan. I feel like it's just very generous of you, and I just i am so grateful. It's our pleasure, and, uh, and the code is EET, which is your plan mm -hmm. here. Exactly enough time, yep. Exactly enough time, EET 2020. Uh, I think it's good until November 30th. Okay. Coupon, and it will give them, so it gives them uh, a couple of weeks to try it out for free yes. if they like it and see if they want to subscribe using the coupon. And that gives the first two years at 50% off. And let me say, these prices, we are indeed at an early stage, within still within two years of launching. We're yeah. probably going to raise the price uh, in January. But if you subscribe now, we are never going to raise the price on people <gasps> that subscribe now. I mean, this is a, because you, you need to keep your, your collections uh, for years, of course. And we yeah. don't want someone coming in wondering, well, all of a sudden we're going to get someone raising this to $9.99 five years yeah. from now. Yeah. And no, we're, we, it may be $9.99 for new subscribers, but existing subscribers, we're committed to never raising it, uh, the price on them. If they subscribe now, they will. So Yeah, see, there's pretty much nothing that I've heard about you or Collectionaire that I don't like. Like, I'm just so impressed from the get-go all the way through. So thank you so much, you guys. I'm going to put, obviously, lots of links. You can go right to Collectionaire.com and get started, but I will put that coupon code, the EET2020, We'll be in the show notes, you know, so if you, if you want to come to StacyJulian.com, I will, you know, gather things there as well for you. Stan, I just appreciate what you've built. I mean, truly, from the first minute I saw it, I was excited. I'm having fun building my own collection. To listeners again, what a fantastic Christmas present. This is actually my goal. My goal is to have it built out enough that I can present it to my family on Christmas Eve. So if you're listening, kids, sorry, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> well... I hope you do, Stacey, and, and we're here to help every step of the way. Thank you.
Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming out of retirement to build this solution because it really is what I've been hoping to find and just didn't even realize it was possible. Well, you're very so. kind. Uh, it's been our pleasure. Okay. So a couple questions here at the end for you. Um, the first one is, and this is, you can talk more about your business or whatever, but I want to know, or something else, I want to know, is there a person, place, or thing that has your attention and focus right now? Oh, wow. That's a great question. I mean, I, my head's still spinning on the election a little bit. This is a crazy time. And of course, COVID on with it. And today's announcement today was the vaccine announcement. So all of that news, you can't avoid it. It's amazing. But on a, on a personal basis, it's great having a new grandchild. And, and we've taken the risk and already flown to Florida from San Diego to see him and everything. Everyone came through Aww. just fine on the flights and everything. Anyway, there's so much to be thankful awesome. for and, uh, you know, just hope the country comes together and, uh, and I love having the little hobby that I have, which is working on this app and seeing people enjoy it. That's really been a lot of my mm -hmm. life, uh, more than I expected, but maybe one of the most rewarding mm -hmm. things I've ever done, frankly, for a career. And it's been a retirement project that turned into this. So, so and I have one last question, and that is you, you get to fill in the blank. I, Stan, have exactly enough time <laughs> I would say for everything that I feel is important. I, I say that, and I've got, even on this app, we have a list of about 50 more features that we want to add to it. I'm sure. Uh, and, and things to make it better. Uh, so I don't have enough time for everything, but <laughs> frankly, I do. It's a good app already. It's far yeah. beyond where we initially planned it. And there, and there are little tweaks to the app that we're doing, mm -hmm. uh, graphics and things like that, to just make it more appealing to the users and easier to share, things like that. Mm. So. That is true, though. You have exactly enough time for the most important things today. Thank you for putting me on your list today. I appreciate it. I'm excited, so excited to share the solution, and I just appreciate your time again. Oh, Stacy, I appreciate yours, and you're very kind to have, have me on to, uh, to speak about it. Of course. We'll talk soon. Okay, so to speak to the kindness and generosity of Stan, after we recorded this episode, he actually stayed on the line with me. And we ended up on a Zoom call so that he could explain a few more details and give me some really awesome tips for collectionaire features that I'm interested in using. And here's some really great news. If you are registered to take my online course, Photo Freedom 2021, you'll be happy to know that I have talked Stan into some in-class training so that we can all get up to speed with this incredible cloud indexing solution. And that is the definition that I like best for Collectionaire. It is an index in the cloud for contents in the cloud. And it is the future of memory keeping and sharing. Okay, are you ready for me to tie my parting thoughts into the beginning of today's episode? Collectionaire is all the beauty of your family memories without the beast of keeping track of it all. <laughs> I know, I'm crazy clever. But seriously, Stan is the man. He saw the potential of computer animation, think Pixar, long before his contemporaries at Disney did. He has a vision for media and I want him to help me with mine. So, Go visit the show notes at stacyjulian.com or go straight to collectionaire.com. Just be sure to use that promo code. And I'm going to give it to you one more time. It's all capitals, E-E-T, for exactly enough time, E-E-T 2020. 
and that is going to allow you to save big time, half off, 50% off your first two years of subscription. But don't hesitate because that offer expires on November 30th. Now, remember too that as a podcast listener, you can save $30 off your registration fee for my online class coming up on January 15th. That's the Photo Freedom 2021. And if you use the code, all caps, enough time, you'll save $30 instantly. Okay, you guys, that's a whole lot of promo to remember. So again, if you want to head to the show notes at stacyjulian.com, I will lay it all out for you so that you can take advantage of these great offers. Can't wait for you to get started using this amazing solution. Just promise me you'll come back next week and listen to another episode of Exactly Enough Time. Oh, 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 oh